um, the Moore group, and you know, the, I think the leader of that uh, that that group right now is Worcester and the Italian Mafia. They're they're always always in the running, and it's just a, a testament to the work that you know Coach Statwolf does. They're they're coming off a, a Final Four in appearance and a, a twenty-two and two record. Um, they do lose the starting point guard Trayvon Moore and, and the two guard Damian Gass, who were both very impactful players for them last year. Um, it's a good thing when you've got talent, though, Coach. I mean, you can kind of restock it and kind of see, um, keep 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 it rolling. Again, that's a testament to Stat Wolf's experience. They they bring in three guards, all under all at six two or under, but. Um, at least between Gaston and Russell, you know, they, 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 they can put up some production. Um, they didn't, they, they, uh, average shooting percentage at 46 and 47% respectively. But, um, again, I think they've got to be happy with, with Greer, with Pengowski and, uh, and gold all coming back, um, again, off a of final four team. It's, it's hard to be upset when you've got three starters from that kind of squad coming back. Yeah, absolutely. Looking at their recruiting classes from the past two years, some very, uh, for um, Hardwood, some very um, high, highly regarded classes with the 8-1 and then the 102-28, which tells me their sophomore Kyle Gold is a legitimate player to have that big of a discrepancy between Sim Hoops and Hardwood. Uh, it's clear this group of Greer, Kowski, and Gold is absolutely legitimate, and you could argue the best 3-5 through five group we've talked about so far. All these guys score, defend, uh, pass. I mean, it, it's a great group. Obviously, you said the biggest question, losing Trayvon Moore. Um, just looking at the players, we obviously don't have access to their attributes right now, but I would say Russell probably has the edge at point guard right now. So it's going to be interesting. We talked about freshman point guards and, you know, how are they going to perform this early in the season, but a very veteran group um, uh, outside of that. So it kind of eases um, their load a little bit. So, very solid class, and um, I think you'll see Greer, Piankowski, and Gold put up similar numbers. Yeah, and Coach, you used the word adjective, or you used the adjective interesting um, in, in describing that uh, that Shreveport or that that Worcester team. The um, the word interesting, I would certainly apply to Duluth and the Bulldogs as well. You know, for some reason, the, the preseason ranked at two hundred seven. Again, this is a team that's coming off. Three NTT performances. They bring back four starters, including Jalen Abbott, who who was a double double machine at six eleven down low last year. Averaged twenty three points and eleven rebounds, along with a wing at Brett Phillips, along with both starting guards. I, I know the freshman class was not at all kind of what Coach wanted, but I, I, I this is not a team that I I could see ranked two hundred plus with uh, with with some of that talent coming back. This is one of those teams where you see them on your schedule and you are absolutely pissed because if you beat them, <laughs> you don't get any help in the strength of schedule because uh, they're ranked so low. And if you lose, which you very well could because they have Jalen Abbott, then you get destroyed in your in your power rankings. So, uh, yeah, this is tough. A tough <laughs> uh, team to assess um, when you got the best player probably in the entire tournament with Jalen Abbott. I mean, anything can happen. So. I don't think the game or the rankings put enough weight on true star players because, you know, the rest of the team is pretty average. I, I, I like Brett Phillips a lot, um, and their point guard, Arthur, averaged more than eight assists per game. Obviously, the bench is very thin, and they didn't do anything to address that. Uh, Joe Brown looks like a decent 
uh, freshman though, and I'm kind of surprised the class is as low as it is with him. So I'd be curious to see, you know, what his attributes are. But I mean, a solid player, 19 points a game and two plus assists with less than a turnover per game at six foot five. I think there's a strong chance that he starts. So I mean, you got you got a point guard who averages eight assists a game. You got one of the best bigs in the country. You bring in a solid freshman guard, and you still got Brett Phillips. I mean, yeah, I don't I don't want to face this team if they're on my schedule because uh, you're not going to get any help if you win or lose. <laughs> No, not at all. And and the first team to face uh to face this 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 bulldog squad is is Coach Blue and the Saint Paul Saints, who lose their uh their senior center from last year. They do bring in um Christopher Sisson, who I think has all the makings of a great player, but um that that's a tall ask in your first college game to go up, up against uh that kind of star talent. I do like what the Saints have, though. They, I, we mentioned losing the starting starting sing, uh, senior center. They bring their four other players back. Uh, both guards averaged fifteen and a half points per game last year. Um, they've got a little bit more consistency with their roster, I would say, than than Duluth does. And um, but again, Coach Blue cannot be happy about uh, about such a big test with the Bulldogs early on. I like this squad. I think Coach Blue always has them um, on the edge of um, of being a contender. I don't see them as a title contender this year. I see them definitely as a fringe NTT team. I do too. I think they're going to be uh, really improved. You look at the um, their roster from last year, they had three seniors – seniors but uh they two of the seniors were na didn't play at mm-hmm. all and then their other senior nicholas atkinson was you know solid big but it, it didn't do a whole lot outside of playing defense they bring in three legitimate bigs so I, i'd say the whole roster uh, is going to get better i think this is an ntt team as well i mean you got one of the i think one of the more underrated point guards in the league here in griffin roberts i mean last two seasons he's been fantastic uh great assist to turnover ratio and if sisson is you know, star big they're looking for, watch out. It's going to be a really good team. It is going to be baptism by fire with him uh, first game, but I think having the talent around him might uh, might help a little bit. It's going to be a fascinating game, to be honest, because the teams are completely opposite. Uh, you know, Duluth had uh, the best center, but, you know, not a whole lot around him. This is the opposite, although Sisson could end up being a great player. So I think this is a, a very sneaky team in this region. This this whole group, you know, if you want to call it the group of death, you can because you know, as we look at the fourth team, um, in in, in this um, in this group, it's it's Lansing. Um, you know, Coach Whelan is is a, is a fantastic coach with four tight Final Fours and a title under his belt. Took a little step back last year, still a PTT team, but that nine and fifteen record really isn't indicative to the type of program that coach has built. Um, they do lose three senior starters, which is certainly going to hurt. That was a three-three class, and you know they they only replaced it with a um, with a forty-eight sixty-nine class. So um, not the talent this program is used to. Um, even though I, I really do like some of the guys they've brought in, it's a as their outgoing class was. But if if you're counting Lansing out then uh, you're making a grave, grave mistake with a coach with that much experience and, you know, that track record. Yeah, he's going to really test his uh, coaching chops this year, though. I mean, this is probably the lowest uh, talent overall he's had in his team, and losing that 3-3 class is it's really tough. You, know, you lose your entire backcourt, you lose your starting power forward. 
So it's kind of a fresh slate. Um, I do like they bring in a guy named Baby Nowotny, another all-name freshman team. Um, he's gonna he's gonna get a lot of playing time. I would imagine at six foot seven, averaging uh, almost twenty points a game with solid defense. And I think Justin Wiley too. He's got some really interesting stats. He didn't average a ton of points, but his efficiency was off the charts. And even Nathaniel Roberts again efficiency. So you know these are guys that can definitely produce. I just I'm just trying to see where, you know, what what is this team focused on, right? Like yeah. I'm where they, I'm, they lost their point guard Jose Smith. Um, they bring back their starting center Thompson, who had a decent freshman year. I mean, I don't know. It's 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 going to be tough, but he is a good coach, so we'll see how he uh, manages it. I'm trying to figure out who's going to be their point guard. Maybe yeah. Franklin uh, off the bench was their backup point guard, and he had a very good assist to turnover ratio. But to me in this league, and I think in any uh, any basketball team, point guard's the most important position. So if he can get that squared away, um, he could make some noise. But that, there's a lot of question marks here, for sure. Yeah, and, and too many question marks, really, to win this group with, mm-hmm. um, with, with, with the amount of talent the other three squads have. If, I'm, again, I'm not saying Lansing can't, you know, you know, win a game or maybe two in this group and surprise some folks. But I, I don't see them winning the group. I, again, I hate to you know be chalky here. I do see Worcester as, as the favorite. I would not count out St. Paul. I think they can come in, and I think Coach Blue can certainly win this. He's got a tough test with Duluth and some star power early on. Um, and, again, that's not to say you know, Duluth can't – the Bulldogs can't go haywire. I don't think they have the consistency um, across the roster to win the group. Paul has really the two uh, the two marquee teams. They actually face off in, in game two on Wednesday um, to to maybe decide this group. Those are my two favorites here in the uh, in the Moore group. Yeah, hard uh, hard to disagree with that. I, I like St. Paul. I just I, I love that they bring back their entire backcourt and they get some legitimate bigs in Roundtree and Sisson. Uh, love that group. And now I think the only way Duluth comes out of this uh, on top is if Jalen Abbott averages, what, like 30 and 10 with a few blocks per game, which he probably can do. So yeah, I was going to say, be careful, because that, that's <laughs> certainly something that um, that he can put together. I mean, just, just looking at what that kid was able to put together last year, um, that is a scary, scary player. And any time you get a big that can do – what he can do. I mean, just, just looking at some of the games last year, he put up 37 and 13 against Toledo, put up 35 and 16 against Pueblo, put up 36 and 10, 26 and 17 against St. Paul and Ocala last year. And in, in the, um, in the peanut, this is uh this is a player who plays big on the big time stage. And you get, if there's a guy you want to ride um, a six eleven double, double machine, not a bad guy to have to, um, to uh to, to ride if you need if you need one absolutely i know i'll be checking um to lose box score every game of this tournament to see what this kid can do <laughs> awesome well coach thanks for uh thanks for hopping on saturday night want to give another shout out to coach v um all of the work he kind of goes into planning organizing and putting on such a great tournament um he does it each and every year and again just want to thank him for for those efforts and coach best of luck this season absolutely you too man Awesome.